Camp, Camp, Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp Welcome Radio. to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. I'd like to thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Peerage, and I'll be your host. We have a special uh, program today. Uh, I have uh, some of our Carson Springs staff here, and we just want to talk a little bit about Christmas time. I know this is a Christmas holidays, and uh, a lot of you don't really know what happens at Carson Springs or Linden Valley during the, this time of the year. And so we just want to have a special program just to kind of fill you in on all the excitement at Carson Springs. But we have with us today uh, Susan Mason. She is our, our office manager. And we have Brad Anderson, which is assistant manager. You've heard Brad on, on other podcasts uh, and will be more hopefully soon. Uh, so let's begin just kind of talking about what, what Carson Springs is like during Christmas time. Uh, I tell you what, it's cold. Uh, that's definitely a factor, and then uh, it hopefully we get some snows. So it's uh, it's quite beautiful in December, um, going into the winter months. That there's just something about being up here in the fall when it's changing, um, seeing the leaves change, and then it transition to to snow. It's just it's hard to deny that there's a, a creator because it's just you see God's handiwork everywhere, and he, you just see that he's a an artist beyond anything we can imagine. I don't know if people realize uh, this, but Carson Springs is actually located at 2,100 feet. Uh, so that means the city of Newport is 1,100 feet. So you you actually drive three and a half miles up on English Mountain, which is 1,000 feet. And so at 2,100 feet, there's a temperature change, a seven-degree temperature change roughly. So that tells you that it's always a little cooler on the mountain, even in summertime. And it also tells you in the winter, if they're calling for 20 degrees, well, it's going to be in the teens uh, uh, here on our, our campus. So that adds some uh, unpredictability, I guess, because when it's raining, it could be snowing on the mountain. Uh, or sometimes we're just in the big clouds. But so wintertime is just, uh, it, it's we can kind of predict, I think, what we've uh, been We've worked here, and I've lived here for long enough that if, if the temperatures are going to be in uh, close to freezing in Newport and it's going to rain, it's going to snow at Carson Springs. So during the holidays, that's always kind of exciting, but typically we don't have snow in December. Yep. I mean, we have some. We've had it. We've had some snow in October, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's in January February. So the time that we actually have Christmas lights, we have all our banquets, those things— uh, we don't always have snow on the ground, but you never know. Yeah, it's always a, a shot in the dark whether it's going to be snowing or if it's going to be, you know, shorts weather. I mean, December is a crazy month for us up here. But my daughter had a December wedding, December the thirteenth, thirteen years ago now. And when we came up, we had the reception here. And when we got up here, we had snow on the ground. Hmm. Oh, it wasn't yeah. on the roads, but it was on the ground. And it was really pretty to have a Christmas wedding. And have snow on the ground when you came to the reception. That yeah. was neat. That's the kind of snow I like. Yeah. Snow on the ground, not on the roads. <laughs> <laughs> well, typically what we do is is that we do decorations for our fall uh, during that season. Susan uh, does all our decorations in the conference center. And then uh, right after Thanksgiving, we put up our Christmas decorations. 
And so we are working pretty quickly uh, to put those decorations up because that's when our banquet season starts. Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot of banquets. Uh, Usually we'll have about, what, 15, 16 banquets in the the month of December. Uh, we have less groups that stay uh, uh, overnight, but we have uh, a lot more banquets. And, and so that's a kind of a special time, too. We want to make sure that when they come in for their banquets that uh, the conference center is all decked out. So we have a huge tree in the lobby, and we have garland hanging up and all kinds of different uh, Christmas uh, things that are just uh, decorated, as well as the dining room. We usually put, uh, well, between two to three trees up, and we decorate the dining room. And, and we've had large banquets. We've had small banquets, banquets of all size during Christmas holiday. We have so many banquets here for what reason, Susan? Well, we quickly discovered when the conference center opened in 2000 that we became the banquet center of Newport because we had a large room. We had great food. We've got the great space. We have the audiovisuals. And people just learned that this was a place that they could come and have a nice banquet. And then it came Christmas time, and a lot of churches and businesses in town had their staff Christmas parties here. And so it's been a great place to see that happen and see the dining room decorated really pretty and the tablecloths and all the the centerpieces that the groups themselves bring. It's been a really nice treat to see these groups have this this nice place to come and do that. And uh, with the Christmas banquets for our, our churches that will come, it's just a, a great time of uniting together. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of uh, churches will do Christmas uh, banquets or Christmas dinners at their own church, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. And, and so we're just fortunate, at least in our county, that uh, we're big enough that we can do uh, any, for most part, most any kind of banquets. Exactly. Yeah. From small to, to large. And we're even equipped to do two banquets at a time. If it's a small group and they don't mind being downstairs, we can set up a buffet line downstairs in our meeting room downstairs and they can have a, a small banquet downstairs where we have a larger group upstairs. So that's something nice that we can do. And we can even toss up a small tree downstairs if we need to <laughs> yeah. so they can get in the spirit <laughs> down yeah. in the small room. But mm-hmm. but that is the nice thing about our facilities. We've got enough room to do two. Yeah. We've had the staff really have always kind of uh, enjoy Christmas time and, and at, at Carson Springs. I know that we had <clears throat> we had a, a food service manager one time that uh, her specialty was desserts, and so she was so excited. Uh, she would always uh, before we really got into the uh, uh, banquet season, she would start creating these different, and we would try get to try some. We were of the her, testers. We were the <laughs> testers. Yeah, that was awesome. It was. And so she would lay out this huge thing of these homemade desserts and pies and and things. And and for every banquet, that was just kind of part of it. And so they were just incredible. And, of course, we'd have to decorate around them because, you know, you had to have a good display uh, to present them. But but that was always a lot of fun. I know that she loved to do that. But uh, And, and, you know, each year we do something a little bit different for our our guests as they come in and have that special time of of having a banquet. I I think that that's so important for our church. And there there may be a lot of churches there that think, well, we're just so small. We just can't get together. We'll just, you know, go just go out to eat or or, or something. But really, you can do a banquet at, at a place like us, like Carson Springs or Linden Valley, if you had ten people. Absolutely. Then, then that's fine. It, it's really about the reason for you to do your banquets. Mm-hmm. It's the time to come together. It's the time to to eat. Of course, you know. Of course, the joke's always a Baptist like to eat meat, mm-hmm. but it, it's scriptural, you know. And I think that uh, that time of sitting around. Uh, a meal and having good fellowship 
is very important in building those relationships within your church. And Christmas time is, is a special time, especially, and I don't like to date our, our podcast because you'll come back uh, in 2022 and listen to this one, but the year 2020 will go down in history, and, and it's such a difficult time. People were putting up Christmas decorations in June, and and so it, having things that you can break away, things that, that are pleasant, things that people enjoy, uh, that's what they're they're starving for, and and so having a a, a small banquet uh, is is always nice. And of course, this year we have less banquets because of COVID, but uh, you know we we have procedures in place to try to he- keep our our guests safe. Uh, uh, so and they can still enjoy some of that. But this is more about just you know, we just wanted to share with you a bit about some of those banquets. Now we also do another event called Christmas in November. We actually do this in November. It's at, it's the second Saturday of November, and um, that we my wife and I actually started doing this 20 years ago at another camp in Alabama. We brought it here, and it's just been very successful. Uh, we have a lot of ladies who've enjoyed this, and it's mostly a ladies' event. I say that loosely uh, because we've had uh, you know several men husbands will come, and and there's nothing wrong with that. We have. Uh, great speakers. We have uh, music. It might be uh, just someone to lead us in worship. It may be just special solos. We've had dancers, dancers, uh, Christian dance, uh, dance uh, studio, s- studio, and uh, just a number of different things. Just to try to make it a little different every year. And it's a lot of fun. We would have uh, we have volunteers that come and decorate tables. We set up this up in our chapel. Now, if you've ever been to Carson Springs, we have this sixty-year-old. Uh, a uh, stone chapel that was built by the Stokeleys in uh, 1952, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, they helped us remodel it in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so it's a beautiful building. There, the, most of the stone is from our property. Uh, you walk in, it's just an incredible uh, space just to, to have a worship service. And we set that up with tables, and we have volunteers come in. They will decorate each table. Uh, with things that, well, the the criteria is they cannot purchase anything, and they have to, which that doesn't happen, right? <laughs> right. Oh, no, no. So, so you can't purchase, you got to <laughs> pull out anything at your house, and you use that to decorate. So to, really, you're showing that you don't have to spend money to decorate, and there are always some sort of meaning behind it. So people will lay out things that are, are sentimental to them, uh, maybe maybe they may have you know a collectible uh-huh. they, they collect, collect santas or collect angels and they'll place them on there <clears throat> or something that may be related to teachers you know what things. my favorite one was what's that the year the lady brought the black velvet tablecloth mm-hmm. and then put the big rack of the moose oh yeah is that what they call them racks for yeah, moose yes, and it's yes. it was so big it covered almost the whole table and then she hung ornaments oh. from some of the mm. edges and she had some greenery around it and that was the prettiest display that i think i'd ever seen out the tables are magnificent right i mean some of the ladies are so creative on how what they bring in and how they decorate the plates they use the silverware mm-hmm. they use and some of them even leave little treats mm-hmm. at the plates but that moose rack was incredible. Yeah. It was not what you thought would be a Christmas decoration, <laughs> right. but it was gorgeous. Right. You know, it was gorgeous. Well, and, and with the tables, we decorate the whole uh, the chapel. We have oh, it's big, beautiful. Big trees up front. We have garland. We decorate outside, 
And so, I mean, it it looks beautiful. It takes a week, a full week, mm-hmm. to decorate the chapel. Yes, it does. It, it does, and then it takes that long to take it down too. Yes, it does. Uh, but <laughs> we've spent a lot of time and effort. Now, let me see, I'm going to share, Brad. You may want to share one too. I'll share <laughs> my favorite Christmas in November thing. This is not one that we've actually done here, but this is a, I did a table. This has been about 18 years ago. It's the only table I've ever done that I decorated. And I actually ordered a, uh, I can't remember what it's called, that you, uh, it's a mold that you pour water in mm-hmm. and I froze it. And it was of an angel. It was a, it was about a two foot angel, frozen solid block of ice. And so I was so excited about this. I got it in there, put it on my table, I decorated it with kind of a snow stuff. And I had it in a, kind of like a, a bowl, but I decorated it just in case I knew it was going to melt some. And it looked great. I had people sitting around it. Well, the building that we had in the air condition went out. And since we were at that time living in lower Alabama in November, we were wearing shorts. Mm-hmm. And the air condition went out in that oh, that no. building. And so that angel began to melt. And about halfway through the program, the head of it just slid off. Oh, no. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it landed in a plate in one of the legs. <laughs> So it's just hilarious, but you know, just kind of fun things. It's pretty while well it lasted, right? It was what short time it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> My, the thing that I think I enjoy the most is um, seeing not just older um, people spend time together, but you know, they'll bring their kids, and you know, some of their kids are ten years old, some are twenty years old, some are thirty years old, and getting to see mom and daughter spend some time together. Generations. And then, yeah, the generations just kind of coming together, fellowshipping. And just enjoying uh, being together uh, and then remembering, you know, Christmas is a great time, but Christmas also can be a very stressful time uh, because we put a lot of emphasis on certain things that don't really matter. And so it's good, I think, for for all of us to be reminded that, you know, there's something that's way more important than any gift uh, that any kid could possibly get under the tree. And and I think that's good that um, we get reminded of that and we get to spend time fellowshipping because that's, that's what's important is those memories. Mm-hmm. Kids are going to remember that more than they will a toy train or, you know, a Barbie dollhouse or whatever. Spending time with families, what, what they're going to remember. And so I, I think that's uh, such a great opportunity for, for some of our folks to get to experience. And I, I just think that it's um, just a great little thing that we, we do. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of work. It's definitely a lot of work on our end. But I, I, I tell you, I always dread it when it comes. But when it's here and seeing all those smiling faces uh, and people just enjoying being together, uh, it's just, you know, it's it's totally worth it. It's, it's worth the week of putting things up and the stress of trying to make sure everything's up and ready. And then the stress of getting everything down and, you know, trying to get ready for groups coming in anything uh it's just it's it's really awesome to see people just getting to fellowship and honestly getting to worship our lord and savior so yeah. i, I well, love that and a christmas november purpose is 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 to focus on the real reason for the season right. it's all a lot of fun it's uh we get to hear a lot of uh a great a great message and and uh, music and but it's all focused on that and that's the same with the banquets christmas holiday is you know, how can I describe it? It's, it's a comfortable time. Mm-hmm. It's a time that we kind of break away when we look at the Christmas lights. But even with all that, that thread that kind of runs through it all is that we continue to remember why we celebrate this time about our Savior. 
And so we are blessed to be a place that we can do that. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, absolutely. And you can't, like like Brad said, that uh, it's hard to come to Carson Springs and deny that there's a creator. And uh, so it's just a beautiful place. Now, we have we we have all all kinds of banquets during this time. It's a it's a one banquet we uh, love to do. We have a lot of volunteers that help us throughout the year, and uh, you know they'll come for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and and we couldn't do it without our volunteers. We we desperately need them. But we started uh, doing a volunteer banquet. Uh, we just invite them. They come and st- uh, stay, uh, and we'll do a uh, banquet at nighttime. It's a, so much fun because mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like a reunion. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're great people. They love us. We love them. We love to see them coming. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, the volunteers are not, to, to us, they're not someone that comes in and just does some work and leave. Mm-hmm. They become our family. Yes. Absolutely. And so we, we appreciate them so much. And, uh, you know, and, and we try to show that while, while they're here mm-hmm. and, but we want them to know how much they mean to us. So that's why we do a banquet for them. They're and, so great at seeing a need mm-hmm. and doing it and even footing the bill for that when they just think it's so important mm-hmm. that it be done, that they take care of it themselves. Yeah. And I think that's a true servant's heart. Right. To see something that needs to be done and just do it. That's one of the other things that we like to do. And we have done, now we don't do this in Christmas time, uh, but we have done uh, some sort of luncheon for first responders as well. So we like to do special things in our community. But we just wanted to take that time to share with you a little bit about Christmas at uh, Carson Springs. You know, we invite you to come. We would love for you to come and just see what it's like to experience what we experience every year during the month of December. We uh, wanted to end this with just a wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. If you have any questions about what we do at uh, TM Baptist Camps, uh, please send us an email at uh, ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Uh, also, if you're listening on iTunes, please leave some sort of comment, or if you want to subscribe, you'll continue to get more and more of these uh, great resources. But until next time, I hope that you'll look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.